Hi guys, um, it's Lena. I have literally not made a podcast in so long, but I am back and that's what's important. So um, I hope you're all doing well. Sorry I had like a big leave of absence. Basically, I had recorded an episode at the end of my school year and I just was kind of lazy and didn't want to edit it because I was like enjoying just like doing nothing after school ended. So um, yeah, I never posted that, which I feel really bad about, but um, yeah, and then all the BLM stuff started and I just didn't really feel like it was my place to like post a podcast of me talking about like random shit. So we're not doing that. Um, I am back now and Nicholas, if you're listening to this, you're the one that inspired me to get back and do this. So I'm doing it kind of for you. <laughs> it was good to get a little kick in the butt from one of my friends, but Um, today I thought since like my last episode was about mental health, the one that I didn't post. Um, so I thought I was just sharing a few songs that like, I think are super euphoric and stuff. And I really enjoy when I'm not feeling well. So I thought I would share those still. Um, but I also thought I'd just like do a little update on my life and maybe just talk about some things I'm experiencing. So maybe you guys can relate to that. And I also thought I would just talk about like caring for yourself and things to do to make sure that you're feeling well. And then I also thought since because of BLM, I don't want to like not mention something. So I thought I'd mention five visual artists and five musicians that are pretty small black artists that I really enjoy. I thought I'd share those. So I thought that was a nice way to still, um, cause I don't want to try and explain all this stuff, um, about BLM and not, and it not be my place. So I was also going to share a few resources that you can find for phenomenal information by people who are a lot more educated than me. Um, cause obviously we're all still learning. And I think also being a white person, I will always be learning my whole life. Cause I'll never know what it's like. So I thought I'd give a few resources and then a few visual and music artists that I kind of look to not only for inspiration, but also just people that I think are really awesome and really care about their art and work and stuff. Um, so yeah, I think music is also like an interesting way to hear black voices. So that's why I am going to kind of share those too. So yeah, that's about it. Um, I guess I'll let you guys know how I've been. Well, school ended for me end of May, so I've kind of been on summer for a while. I, like, haven't really been leaving the house that much. Um, I, like, mail things for Depop and, like, go on hikes, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a little, a little plain Jane, but that's okay. It's just kind of how it is with the corona. Um, I haven't been allowed to protest, but I've been sending a lot of petitions, reading so many articles and books, um... I'm reading Between the World and Me by Tennessee Coates. I think that's how you pronounce his name. Um, he's a phenomenal author. I highly suggest that book. It's really good. And um, I'm also reading White Fragility. I'm like almost done with that. And then, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to educate myself and I'm reading a lot of the news and stuff. But I'm also just trying to take breaks and like go surfing and things like that. Because obviously a surplus of news all the time and hearing all these bad things is not really great for your mental health. So... I just thought I would share some of that about myself and just what I've been doing. I've just been like making art and I don't know, talking with my cousin. I might go stay with her in Oakland and going surfing, hiking, not really much, just kind of hanging out, just relaxing, enjoying like the time off. But I thought I'd share um, another resource that's like 
kind of fun because we all are consuming so much sad news i thought i would share something that i think is really cool um if you know the talking heads david burton's the lead singer and he made a website called reasons to be cheerful dot world and um it just has basically happy news so um i mean obviously some of it's gonna have some it's kind of politically swung to the left which is just i think how he is but like it's just kind of cool to have some um news that you don't necessarily see on the front line like happy stuff so um, I recommend that if you're looking for some lighter news because I know everything is super intense right now but yeah um mental health is hard in quarantine so that's why the other episode I kind of talked about it a lot and talked about how music's really important for me and also like taking a break outside like I said so um I thought I'd still share those songs just because if anyone's curious I don't know they're just songs that I really like that I think are really nice for my mental health I don't know (laughs) um the first one is know the way by grimes uh if you know me you know that I'm absolutely obsessed with grimes she's like my favorite um beside the fact that she married an awful person um I love her music so that's probably not going to change but um that song I really love it's very it's off the album visions and it gives me like purely angelic vibes even though it's only like a minute and 45 seconds long it's so soothing for me and so kind of having a song that like takes me back and like makes me imagine that i'm in some like little fairy world type thing is like super nice because i don't know just kind of calms me down um it's just nice to like go into that little ethereal song and just enjoy it i've been listening to that song a lot um i also just think with the june gloom and stuff like that and the weather i think it fits a lot so i'm listening to that a ton if you don't like rhymes this is like none of her other music it's really calm um i don't know i check it out it's one of my favorite songs um the next song i chose is in the world laughs with you which is by flying lotus and tom york um it's a little intense and a little heavy uh they sample aphex twin in it so it's super heavy on like left field electronica type music but um if you're into that the song is really good i it gives it does sound like radiohead and like adam's a piece because tom york's in it obviously so he has his singing in the background which for me is really nice it's very um like very reminiscent to my childhood because my parents always played radiohead but he um I think this song is essential to listen to headphones because both of them are super big on layering sounds and also they sample Aphex Twins, so it's obviously going to be pretty complex. Um, so I'd suggest wearing headphones and you listen to it, but I just think the song is ahead of its time. It was released in 2010 and I think it's still relevant and beautiful today, so um, I love that song. Again, it's like with the left field electronica, I think I listen to that a lot when I'm not feeling well because it just kind of like again takes you into this other world um because i think sometimes when i listen to like kendrick lamar and lauren hill and stuff they're like my favorite artists but they're talking about politics and things like that so i think it's kind of nice to have music that's just purely like kind of insane like bridge of crazy you know so that is why i picked that song but the next song i don't know if a lot of you will like it i really love it um, it's called Make You Feel My Love by Anne Brune, who she's like a Norwegian folk singer, but it's not like, I don't really think it's that folky. Um, 
it's I mean it's like acoustic guitar and stuff but it gives me like camping road trip hiking redwoods that type of vibe um, but it's pretty sad because I don't know her lyrics are just sad and it's like with an acoustic guitar um, and her voice is like super soft and calm I really like it. It, like, oddly reassures me. Uh, kind of makes me cry, but at the same time, it's, like, kind of comforting, if you know what I mean. So, if you're not into, like, acoustic guitar and, like, raw vocals and stuff, you might not love it, but, um, I don't know. I really like it. And she uses kind of, like, violins and cellos in the background, which just makes it super calming. And, yeah, I don't know. I guess I wanted this, like, these like few little selections of songs to be pretty wide in variety and also just things that I've honestly been listening to because I think that that's kind of reflects how I've been so this song um I thought was a nice switch in genres and I don't know I really like it it's kind of unusual because she's like a Norwegian folk singer which I guess you don't really think of but you know people are doing stuff everywhere so who knows um, the fourth one is Amandala's Interlude by Steve Lacey. And when I say the song, like, sends me straight to heaven, it seriously does. It is so, so beautiful. Um, he partners with Amanda Stenberg, Amandala Stenberg, I think is her name. She's an activist and actress and plays violin, but paired with, like, Steve Lacey's guitar, it's literally so beautiful. Um, they said that like the song was just made when they were just kind of like riffing together and playing together and somehow they happened upon it so it's super cool when i first listened to the album i the steve lacy album i don't remember listening to that song like it didn't really stand out to me then but um for some reason now it's like my favorite song of the album probably i yeah it gives i feel like i'm like in italy when i listen to it if that makes sense but I think when I'm like sad and lonely and stuff, I tend to pick songs that are calm, like I said before. So this is kind of like the theme throughout this whole little, I don't know, it's not a playlist, just selection, I guess. Um, and yeah, it's like a recent discovery for me, even though the album came out a long time ago and I love Steve Lacey. It's like super different for him in my opinion. So it gives me Call Me By Your Name vibes too. So if you're into like Soup John Stevens from Call Me By Your Name, like that soundtrack, I bet you would like this song. Um, yeah, so the last song is kind of like completely different than all the others. It's not inherently sad. It's Pale Blue Eyes by the Velvet Underground. Um, I guess this song just reflects how it's like hard for me to be satisfied with myself and how I like idealize a lot of my life, um, which can get me like a little like more down than I am before because he talks about like not being able to get a girl. But I guess this whole song is just like the idea of holding on to something that's unattainable and I think it can be applied to like so much also the song is just pretty chill it's really calm and I don't know I just the Velvet Underground I could listen to like every single day but um I didn't include Yola Tango because also if you know me you know that Yola Tango is one of my favorite bands ever probably my favorite band ever just because I wanted to like include different stuff and I feel like I'm always listening to Yola Tango there's like never really a time where I'm not listening to them so yeah that's why I didn't include them but just any Yola Tango song is like amazing and they have a lot of sad songs too so yeah those are kind of the songs um because I know I w I'm, I'm just curious to see if, like, any of you guys are also struggling with mental health during quarantine and stuff, because I definitely know that, like, 
or shelter in place because I definitely know that um, especially with all the Black Lives Matter stuff um, it can be really hard to manage that stress and that depression because I I don't want to say that I feel stressed but like I really empathize and I don't empathize I sympathize because I've never experienced that anyway I sympathize with all the people that um that have to experience countries systemic racism it's I don't know it's just hard to see and I know that it's good that I react by crying to some of the videos of the people being shot that shows that I care but it can be hard because you're just bombarded with all of this news that feels like there's no optimism in the world like that's kind of how I've been feeling and also just struggling with my own depression with being locked inside you know and like not seeing friends or anything or traveling so I think all of that combined can be really hard so I definitely like if you don't have a few things that you like to go and do to like make yourself feel better I definitely try to figure out and think what those are because um it does make a tremendous difference so because I went surfing for the first time in like three months um two days ago and and I think I'm gonna go tomorrow but it definitely like I hadn't been in a long time and I think it was um just really nice to get back out on the water and yeah I don't know just really relaxed me so I highly recommend doing that because mental health is important and it's important to listen to yourself and know that you were worth giving some love to okay now I I'm going to share my, like, artists that I chose, my black artists, the visual ones, and the music people. So, um, I'll start with, like, the visual artists. I'm actually thinking about buying a few of these people's pieces. Um, it was really fun researching all of these guys. Obviously, I cut it down to five, but I would definitely suggest doing your own research and maybe buying some of their prints, because some of this is, like, just phenomenal art, so... The first one I picked was Arlington Porter. He's um, a 22-year-old painter based out of Chicago, and he has been painting for a long time, apparently, but um, he does oil paintings based on music, past cultures, film, and people in general, since uh, most of his work is portraiture. So um, he does really, really amazing portraits of people. Um, He has a a pretty great portfolio so I recommend him he's also a young artist so I think it's just important to point out like any age of artists is always going to be good um the next person I picked is April Bay she's a little more famous she uh grew up in the Caribbean and now lives in LA um and she's a contemporary visual artist and art educator and um she does like social critique of American and Bahamian culture, so like the Bahamas culture. Um, she does contemporary pop culture, feminism, general. Wait, sorry. Okay, I'm lost. Okay, social media, Afrofuturism, Afro surrealism, post colonialism, and structures of race within white supremacist systems. So, super political, and she does a lot of like mixed media stuff. Um, I don't know, I really like her work. I thought it was super cool. She does a lot of. Um, like pictures of people and then pastes text made out of different materials on top so it's like a lot of collage type stuff and I don't know I just think she does really cool um she uses really cool techniques that I've like never seen before so yeah that's April Bay I just thought she was super cool um 
Jamie Milner. She's a photographer and she likes to portray race, gender, and sexuality in media and the effects of it on our society. So she has a project called The Gifted Project where she began documenting black men out of a curiosity. Um, she wanted to know their dreams, fears, and over time the curiosity that evoked into a desire to share what she had found. Um, the project serves, she says, now as a platform for multiple truths, part photo and part interview series, and it currently features over 50 remarkable men in business, arts, politics, and finance. So um, she says that the hope is to change the views of others, but ignite pride through positive imagery that reminds black men of the undeniable talent and influence they possess. So I thought she, she's, um, I mean, she is a visual artist, but she also does video and stuff. I just thought it was like so amazing that, um, She's featuring black men because there's such a stigma of black men in this country as we're seeing as like everything's opening up now. And um, if you go on your web on her website, you can like click on some of the men that she's interviewed and look at the photo and kind of read their story and stuff. So it's I don't know. It's really cool. I I absolutely loved this project. So I thought I would include her because I don't know. I just think it's so cool that she's doing this. So, yeah, that's Jamie Milner. She's so awesome. Um, the next person is um, Nina Chanel Abney. She combines representation and abstraction. Um, she captures the forensic pace of contemporary culture, and she broaches subjects as diverse as race, celebrity, religion, politics, sex, and art history. Um, she kind of does like storytelling in like disjointed ways I guess you could say uh and yeah it's super kind of like spontaneous and stuff but her distinctive bold style um harnesses the flux and oh and sorry harnesses the flux that has come to define in the 21st century but she braces like color and unapologetic scale um yeah I don't know it's super cool some of her art I'll just like explain some of them. I thought her stuff was so interesting because she's super bright, vivid colors and really sharp shapes. So um, if you look her up, you'll probably see she has done some really cool things. She's done a lot of public work stuff too, like murals, but she has some really cool stuff relating to the BLM movement, like uh, cops and stuff like that and the way she portrays them is super cool it's like kind of abstract but I also love just the way that she uses shapes and pattern because it's super bright and vivid and like it's in your face like unapologetically in your face like I said earlier so yeah she's super cool I I don't know I really liked her so I thought I'd share it along because I like that abstract super colorful look um yeah, and the last person is Lacey Jordan. She's probably one of my favorites. She's from Huntsville, Alabama, and um, yeah, she says that she's like a re renaissance woman, but um, she's super cool. So she received two bachelors from the University of Alabama. I just think this is like a really cool little random tidbit. The first was in criminal justice and the second was in design. And um, she creates content 
she besides documentation she's inspired to create content due to the lack of visibility of black creatives especially black women so she's making stuff you don't see by the person you usually don't see which i think is like a super cool way to phrase it but she has worked with like Foot Locker. um she's done stuff with uh what else she's done stuff with oh vice uh jordan um she's done stuff with jordan again planned parenthood footlocker smirnoff um zappos so she's had she has a get out to vote campaign her stuff is like super i guess you could like explain it as clean but i don't know i really really love her art i just think it's really cool so um she's probably my favorite of all of them oh she even did stuff for rei too she's probably my favorite out of all of them and i was even thinking about like purchasing one of her prints for myself just because i think they're really cool and i would like them in my room so she has i i don't know her art is really cool i suggest looking her up out of all of them she's probably one of my favorites her in the last and nina chanel abney so those are some of the um visual artists that i said um that i decided to choose Okay, and so for the musicians that I wanted to choose, I decided to kind of only choose one, um, I guess, popular one because, I don't know, I thought it'd be cool to highlight some black musicians that aren't as popular. Also, um, most of these guys are kind of like R&B, 70s, funk type music, like kind of bedroom pop kind of rappy so you'll just see as we go on i guess but the first person is no name um she's one of my favorite artists ever she is a rapper and a poet she's from chicago she starts with chance the rapper um but i think she's like the coolest person ever um i know something happened i guess with beyonce but i don't really know about that but she's super cool her most recent song um i think it's song 32 i'm not positive though but she um like her music is poetry and i think it's amazing uh, she's super she's so so big on black radical unity and stuff like that so she's super cool and i love her and if you don't know her i highly recommend listening to some of her songs and listen to the lyrics because a lot of them are super um super heavy like black exploitation that song is insanely heavy but um i don't know it's really good and and i think also like i said earlier it's really interesting to hear black voices through music because music is such a way to express oneself so i think hearing black artists um in music is really important too because that's a place so that they're able to be creative just like the visual art the next person she's super small um she did an audio tree performance that was really good but her name is tasha t-a-s-h-a just like it sounds um she's kind of like r&b soul bedroom pop i guess she i when i was taking notes on her i kind of said like euphoric r&b is what she sounds like but i really like her music it's like if you mix bedroom pop with like euphoric r&b i guess you would get her um she's super cute she's really awesome i think 
she's LGBTQIA, I think. I'm just not really sure what, but she's so awesome. And um, I thought I would share her with you guys because I don't think a lot of people know who she is. So I recommend checking out her music. She doesn't have a lot of songs, but um, I really like her. So kind of depends on your music taste, I guess. I also try to get a little bit of variety within these people, but also just stuff that I personally like because you know, this is my podcast, so I'm gonna pick stuff that I like, but the next person is Serena Isioma, I think that's how you say her last name, her last name is spelled I-S-I-O-M-A, um, I kind of said she's like R&B similar to Lava LaRue, if you know who that is, she's a European artist, that's who I said she's kind of similar to, like, if you mix Lava LaRue and Amine, that's kind of what Serena Isioma is sounds like this is gonna be my challenge for the rest of today is trying to figure out how to pronounce her name but she's really awesome too she um I don't know she sounds like uh Lava LaRue she's one of probably my favorite discoveries that I've found when I was like kind of researching and picking people to highlight I guess she I'm definitely going to be listening more to her songs, so um, I'm excited to like continue to explore her music, but I really, really enjoy her, and yeah, I feel like she's cool to share because no one really knows a lot of these people, so I think that's what's cool about it. Um, I also just, I think the other reason why I just liked kind of discovering these people is because it's just cool to hear all the different voices and like variety and music and stuff because you really like don't I I mean I normally will find new music but it's like I like finding new artists that like I like all of their songs it's just very satisfying um the next person that I chose is Genesis Owusu Owusu okay I can't pronounce this O-W-U-S-U he's a Ghanaian Australian singer um and he was born in Ghana, but then moved to Australia. He, I described him as like 70s funk feels. It's like, they say he's hip hop and rap, but I guess if you would combine maybe like No Name, The Internet, and Steve Lacey, I know it's like Steve Lacey's kind of the same as The Internet, but like if you combined all those guys, that would kind of be him. Um, He's super cute, he has little dreads, and it's like current funk is what I described it as. I don't know why they describe it as hip hop and rap. I feel like they just, they kind of put a lot of, uh, Tyler the Creator was talking about this actually in an interview or like a clip I saw of him. He was like, they always describe black artists as hip hop and rap when in reality they're their own genre. So I describe him as funk. Like I feel like he's like neo soul funk vibes. So if you like that type of music, I recommend him. He's Oh, he's kind of similar to Anderson Pack. Like, if you combined Anderson Pack with Steve Lacey, that's what he's kind of like. I don't know. I really like him. I I am kind of picky with his songs. Like, some of the songs I didn't really like that I was listening to, but I think he's one of those artists where, like, over time, I would start to like him more, you know? So, um, the last one, this is probably the one I'm so proud of that I found like this is the one that I'm like yes this is this is a good one to find um his name is Stevan it's S-T-E-V-A-N um he's from the I don't know where he's from it says that he's from the beachside town of Wollongong I'm not sure where that is but um he's really cool sorry if you hear that noise I think that's my neighbors doing construction anyway 
get distracted really easy. I'm going to explain him because he's super awesome. He, um, he's 18 years old. He is a producer. He produces all his music. He sings, songwrites, multi-instrumentalist. And I said that he makes, he's like Steve Lacey, but more unique dream pop sound. So I said he's very like kind of dream pop sound. And then I was looking it up online on, um, Triple J just to see like kind of what they described him as. And they said he, um, has many musical skills to create woozy, dreamlike pop songs that defy genres and classification. And I, I was so proud of myself that I like pinpoint that perfectly. But um, I really like when artists like combine R&B and soul with like dreamlike, like dream pop type sounds. So um, if you kind of are into that too, I highly recommend him. It's again, it's like Steve Lacey mixed with like Beach House or something like that. But he was definitely like the most exciting find that I found. Um, I think I'm definitely going to be like totally listening to him a ton in the car and stuff like that. So I'm excited. I'm just so excited to like listen to more of him. Like I'm so proud of myself that I found him, but that is all of the artists that I decided to share with you all today. Um, if you want, I think I'm going to do a blog post of all of the artists. Um, the, the website is just Lena Jones with a zero um, dot com. And so I think I'm going to post, I think it's dot com. Yeah, I think it's dot com. Okay. <laughs> I think I'm, and then I'm just going to post like all of the artists that I mentioned in here and a link to their website if they have one or SoundCloud or whatever they have or Instagram. So I thought that would be a nice thing to do. And then the last thing I just kind of wanted to mention was if you wanted some resources, I know you probably have all seen a lot. Um, I have just two that I really enjoy and that I think are super awesome. One is joincampaignzero.org. They have um, they have a ton of resources. Hold on, I'm just gonna read straight from their website. But they have a ton of uh, resources. So basically, when you open the website, it's um, and you scroll down, they have like ten different categories that you can kind of click on um so it, it's like categories for policy solutions they have like end broken window policy uh, policing community oversight limit use of force um investigate and prosecute independently investigate and prosecute community representation body cams and film the police training and for profit policing demilitarization fair police union contracts and then if you click on any of those you can scroll down and they have a ton of their solutions and then they talk a little bit more about statistics and things like that then at the bottom um, they have more research that you can do about these topics so it's super cool so if you want to learn more about for example uh, community policing you can scroll down and then they have all of these articles about community policing so I think they're a really great resource if you are wanting to kind of learn more about policy and stuff like that um, and then so that's joincampaignzero.org, sorry. And then the other one is allywiki, uh, just ally.wiki. So A-L-L-Y.wiki. Um, so basically they have relevant events um, on Twitter, things like that. They have petitions. It's just all links. These are all links to things. Um, a ton of petitions. Donate, places to donate to. Literally, this is like, it's so much information once you go in here and it's updated automatically every five minutes so you're always getting super recent information 
Um, they have bail funds, black-owned businesses, organizations to donate to, LGBTQ organizations, protests, educate uh, ways to educate, so they have articles and things like that, contact officials, justice for George Floyd uh, contacts, and then they have justice for a lot of other um, black individuals that have been shot or killed um, or, you know, as a result of police brutality so they have information that you can go there for that stuff and then they have places you can call for defunding the police templates and contacts and then at the bottom they have additional resources um just random stuff like that so i think the best thing about the ally.wiki is that it's updated automatically every five minutes so you can ensure that you're kind of getting super relevant information um so yeah those are just some resources that i have been looking at and i thought i'd share with everyone um yeah i hope you enjoyed this podcast i'm gonna try and do more and hopefully maybe soon i'll have a guest because that'd be really cool um but yeah, I hope you are, are all staying safe and yeah, I hope you're all doing well. Okay, I will see you guys next time. Bye!